It's a brand new day, and we're putting the AM in American politics. We've seen the darkness of division and despair and are now jumping into the light of a bright path forward. Progress is here, and we're sharing its story with you, for you, all with the help of Signal Boost. Now, here are your hosts, Zerlina Maxwell and Jess McIntosh. Welcome back to Signal Boost. I'm Zerlina Maxwell, and I'm so excited uh, to talk to an actress that I think a lot more people are becoming more aware of because of Netflix being um, one of the places we all went during this pandemic, but Camille Cotton. Um, which I practiced a little, I'm not great at names, but I wanted to try to do the French <laughs> pronunciation. Okay. All right. I don't know if I did it at justice, but um, actress, she's in Killing Eve season four, final season, but also on Call My Agent, which is this show I referenced that's on Netflix that a lot of people have become aware of now and aware of you and are obsessed with you because of that show being on Netflix for the pandemic. So thank you for joining. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm very happy. So I, I want to start by talking um, about Call My Agent first. And just like Netflix as this place where the world just becomes so small. Um, because like I said, you're you're well known, well known in France. Um, but globally, um, Call My Agent really, I think, outside of France and globally, your the awareness of you and your work and the obsession with you on that show has become like a whole phenomenon. I mean, talk about how your life has changed just because Netflix like shrinks the world in this way. Well, uh, well, just you know, being invited uh, to your show and to your radio and talking about it with you is 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 how I understand that you know it's taken this dimension and. Um, and it's quite funny because we talked about it with the other actors when we were coming back from a trip, could be a holiday trip, could be, and just saying, oh, you know that people there, they recognize me. So it's like Israel and Greece. And, and I had a friend who went, Gabriel, he went to, his name is Grégory Montel. He went to LA and he said, he came back and he said, we're famous. <laughs> so it was quite funny because each actor coming back from abroad, we tell the others, hey, yeah, <laughs> I got recognized. So it's, 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 uh, yeah, it's great. You know, it's great to to think that 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 we can export, you know, our culture or you know, our, our way of doing. It's funny because for so long we've been really like watching American or British TV fiction as as being you know something that we were really really trying to to you know to imitate but it was always a bit pale so it's it's quite funny now to think that our our fiction is is coming to you and that you're enjoying it and talking about TV because French cinema has always had an aura um, you know with French directors doing their you know Truffaut and Godard and but TV, French TV, it's it, and it was totally unexpected too because of that reason. So when we started, you know, shooting the show uh, seven years ago, five years ago, I don't know, six years ago, uh, we would have never thought it would take that. But Netflix didn't exist at the time we started yeah. shooting yeah. season one, what? so it was completely out of the question. 
you know? It's, it's I'll just, sorry, I interrupted you, but it was oh, no. where, because French cinema was very snobbish regarding mm -hmm. French TV. And if you were in a TV show, then maybe it would be a bit difficult to get to cinema because, you know, we don't mix. That's very French. We don't, you know. <laughs> Like, where do you come from? Who've you been working with? All right, so we'll put you in that label and you'll keep it. <laughs> so I think it's nice also in that perspective too, that uh, even in French culture, it has been, things have changed a little bit. Things are moving, bridges are being built. And it, this is good, no? Better than all. <laughs> oh, yes. And I'm all for bridges. I mean, it's so true about exporting culture and the way Netflix is able to do that and how we were so American focused um, and British focused. I mean, I've been spending a lot of time in the pandemic. My producers will tell you, like I watch Korean dramas. So like I'm picking up Korean a little bit because I, I've watched, obviously, I think a lot of people watch Money Heist, which is Spanish. Um, so call my agent French. There are so many things now that people are willing to watch that yeah. I think they were before because Netflix. You know what, I think because of the pandemic, we've been really, really frustrated with not being able to travel for the people who yep. travel. And it was really, it was really uh, oppressive to be staying in your, in your flat, but in your city, and you're not being able to move. So I think that it was also, there was an appetite for seeing some other countries. <laughs> other oh, so true. Because it was the only way. And we didn't know how long we'd have to stay locked down and locked up. So I think it helped too. I agree. Um, so I want to talk about Killing Eve now. Season four is the last season. I'm very sad about it because I've loved the show all four seasons. We interviewed um, Sandra the first season before it even came out. Like they gave us screeners. And I remember, I remember, I won't forget it because they walked in and I immediately, I was like, hi, hi, can I have more episodes? Because they like gave me only like four and it was a huge cliffhanger. And I was like obsessed, right? Because, you know, the show, it just sucks you right in and it, it really, it continues to be amazing. I mean, tell us about your character, Helene. She's a villain and a mom, which I think is kind of a really interesting um, <laughs> dynamic. Um, yeah. I haven't really seen that on, I haven't seen that. So tell us about yeah. it. It's funny that you're pointing this because this is one of the thing I most appreciated and, and that excited me the most about the character is that's it. She's like very dedicated to her, to motherhood. And at the same time, she's just, you know, very dedicated to power and manipulation and training assassins. And, uh, and I thought, I thought it was really interesting. And I thought it was interesting that she would only train women and she, she, she has a daughter. So she has this feminine thing and about, you know, like being uh, freed from male domination and, and giving power and freedom to, to girls. But at the same time, she's like, you know, always keeping a clutch on them. So, so this ambiguity and the fact that, yeah, I love the fact that she's, she's, you know, helping with the homework and at the same time deciding who to kill and how to kill and inventing some tortures and, you know, having trouble on the math. <laughs> problems so I think this was really enjoyable yeah definitely that's that's the that's one of the spices of this show is like the duplicity and always putting things together that seem completely uh, opposite 
and oh, yeah. to make it coherent. I think that's, yeah. The other thing about the show that I think makes it stand out, and I think that's why people are still just obsessed with it and excited for um, season four is the feminine energy. And you mentioned that she sort of is like a mom and she's a daughter and then she's training women to kill people um, as you know their job. Um, but the show from the beginning has had like the, 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 the sexual tension, but also just feminine energy. Like the men are there, but like, it's about these women. I mean, do yeah. you feel like, do you feel like the show is important for that reason? It's like this space where. I think, I think there's, there's a, it's really enjoyable because it gives power to women, which is a power that they have. And for a long time, women in fiction where, you know, uh, they needed protection and, 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 and that was it. And there were beautiful objects that needed protections and this is over. So now, um, their, 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 their self-confidence, uh, their knowledge, their experience, their, their intelligence is, 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 is what is interesting. And they're brave women. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, some of them are both. <laughs> but they're the one taking the decisions and putting it into action. And, uh, and that, I think there's, a, there's been a frustration <laughs> because because we haven't had those characters for a long time. So now there's an appetite. And I think, yeah, like we were talking about, you know, the, what's happening at the moment and the last act of, I, I mean, there's so many women are fighting for freedom at this very particular moment when we're talking and it's not entertaining, it's, 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 it's brutal, but it's real. It's, it's real. real. The, brave, the bravery of women is real and strong. And um, so it's good that, again, there's a bridge into fiction. And even if it's, you know, for fun, it's something that exists. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, one of the other things I um, read is that, you know, for, for doing this kind of role, um, you sort of start to think about the different parts of your own personality. That's one of the things that I read, you said. Um, I mean, what part of you is actually like Helene? Like, which part of your real personality or who you actually are do you lean upon to, to play a villain? Because I feel like, I have to admit, we all sort of do have a little bit of villain in us. We probably could tap into it more um, if there weren't like consequences in the world the way they are. But in this show, I feel like, you know, tapping into a piece of who you are to play somebody that's, um, as you said, so strong on both sides is really compelling. I was, I was, I, the show uh, enables you to invent a lot of things. There are, there's a lot of mystery and you can put what you want as an actor in this mystery because there will be some things that will remain in, in the shadow and of your imagination. So I think I put a lot of revenge. I've always been fascinated by the revenge movie. <laughs> Uh, especially with, you know, like Thelma and Louise or Kill Bill. They're really like um, Gloria uh, with Gina Rollins. They, 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 they really impacted me in my, in, my, in my culture, in my pop culture. And uh, so I guess I built Helen and tried to find why she would not, um, uh, how, how could I say, um, uh, nothing would resist her appetite of, of revenge and, 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 and lives didn't matter 
to achieve her goal. So I tried to give her a, a strong goal of revenge. And it's always about finding the, the wound and where is it, what is it, and what is she trying to heal? Mm-hmm. And, and how she authorizes herself, you know, no matter the means, um, it's the goal that matters. So that's how I built her. Do you ever get lost in these characters? I mean, there was a lot of um, a lot of coverage about the method acting on House of Gucci, and obviously you played the like, you know, the counter uh, point to Lady Gaga, and she wouldn't talk to you really because she wasn't staying in her yeah, character. She was, no, she was. You know, it's she was concentrated. I've met I've met actors who wouldn't talk to me, and they were not method. So she right. <laughs> Some actors, they really, it, there are so many ways of approaching the job. And I think she was even more open to me by being in the method and telling me, sorry, I'm concentrate. So that's why. And she was warmer than some actors, uh, okay. not on Gucci, but uh, that were not in method and really not warm at all. And just, hi, hi. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and it's all right. It's all right. So, um, but to answer your question, do I get lost? I think uh i've i a character definitely leaves some things and 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 it's interesting when you don't know whether what's coming from you is something you built or that was already there <laughs> you just yeah it. so yeah that's what, what do you do what do you do when that happens like how do you shake it off if you're playing a really really intense role how do you shake it off and get the residue off I don't, I don't, I, it never happened to me that I had to fight to make it leave me. And uh, because it was never, it has never taken the control of, of me. And it drifts away softly. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that it will never come back, obviously, except, except for a series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're playing another season of characters. <laughs> But so I like it that it goes away, you know, slowly and it's, it's, it's never been, there's never been some violence about it, some inner no, fight. It's fascinating. This is all fascinating to me. I think creativity and art is fascinating in the way that artists sort of, um, as you said, build, build a character. And then, you know, naturally, I think, if you build the character and you are being that character, there has to be some, you know, after effects that you throw. And if you're playing an assassin, and then you have to like go out and like, in your case, you're a mom in real life. Um, so is that, is it hard to like play an yeah. assassin it's and then different. go home and be a mom? Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a concentration. Sometimes my kids, they say, we're walking in the street and then suddenly, you know, I'm, I'm with them. And then suddenly I'm, I'm with my, my, my script. And then I start talking alone and they're like, no, you're doing it again. And I'm like, sorry, sorry, sorry. So that's, that's about it. You know, sometimes it's just my mind just goes on, on the, on the, on the character, or on the script or on the dialogues. And then it starts coming out and, and they're like, ooh, ooh, ooh you're not with us anymore. Come back. So that's it. But, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I, I, I've never experienced like staring in the character or the whole time. But you know what, to be honest, I hope I will have the opportunity to do this when they, when they don't need me anymore, not that much. 
then I hope I can experience that because I think it must be great. It must be really enjoyable. And I think the results on screen are amazing. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a really cool craft acting. And I, the more that I talk to actors in conversations like this, the more that I, I learn about, about the craft itself. The other thing I, um, I wanted to ask you is about success when you're in your 30s and 40s. Um, because I think a lot of people are raised to believe that you have to like have it all figured out by like 28. I don't know why we like, yeah, we, decided, yeah, yeah. we decided that was the number or like that was it. But yeah. um, I, I'm 40, my co-host who's on vacation, she would love to be here because she also loves Killing Eve, um, but um, she's also 40. And so we, we talk a lot about how our generation and Gen Z, we, we realize that like you're, I'm, great at 40 like I, I can do great things at 40 50 like there's no limit I mean did you ever feel constrained by that and are you and now you're like super successful in your 40s and you're like all I'm of those laughing. people I'm laughing because you look 30 so this is oh, not <laughs> I'm like really you're 40 you look 10 years younger ah. <laughs> No, I mean, I think, I think it's an interesting moment now uh, because there's, there are women who are working really hard to open um, fields of, you know, playgrounds and, and, and to make it interesting to be 40, to be 50, to be 60, and to give some representation of women among others representation. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's great because they're like, you know, let's get together, let's get united, let's create content, let's create, you know, characters that will inspire women all over the world <laughs> and, yeah. and of all ages and of all shapes, you know, and, and, and so I'm not saying it's easy to do, to achieve, but, uh, but there's definitely um, the possibility of it. And this is this is very modern. This is the post post Me Too. I think is yeah. also a consequence of that of you know giving 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 the voice. Yeah, I think that's really really true about it being a part of the post Me Too era. I mean, just there's just so much more content made by about and for women, not primarily only women, but like I'm just seeing more people and stories that look like me. Yeah. everywhere yeah and you know it was interesting I don't remember where I heard this I don't know if it was from someone or if I read it but just like that women between uh were lesbian they they paid they didn't look at the body or, or faces of other women in the in they they have a totally different approach of attraction of what is sexy and, uh, and I think that now, now it's interesting because uh, uh, like with a character like Andrea in Call My Agent or the women in Killing Eve, they're being really sexy because right. they're brave, because they have experience, because they're clever, because they're strong, uh, because they're not afraid. So it's, it's all the contrary of, you know, the, 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 the beautiful exactly. young woman who's really scared and who needs to be protected and defended. So it's exciting. And, and age implies experience, maturity, knowledge. So if 
aging is sexy, well, then it's good. <laughs> you made a point. I agree. I, it's so true about Killing Eve, too. And the clothes are impeccable. I mean, your the clothes your character plays are like elegant, but then she's also scary and sexy at the same time. And I think um, Villanelle throughout has played with the fashion. Um, Sandro's character is a different bag altogether, but I would say that um, the presentation of like what is sexy, to your point, um, is, is really different and fresh and new. And Killing Eve season four, final season, but I think four seasons of brilliance, two seasons you are a part of um, as this amazing villain. So I'm so excited um, for everybody to see Camille Cotton, um, actress, also in Call My Agent. I have to mention that because I think a lot of people, <laughs> especially listening two years into the pandemic, have seen that on Netflix. So I want to plug that as well. Um, both out right now. Thank you so much. It's been great to talk to you. It's great meeting you. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Signal Boost podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more news.